episode 8, The Social Show. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you 10 social media strategies and insights I use to promote my brand and podcast and tips to help you build your own social media plan. You are listening to episode number 8 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy, a one-man band and technology junkie who loves to help people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So let's start the show today with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. For those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything is your chance to ask me what you want to know more about or where you're struggling in your online business. Just head on over to MikeMurphy.co and leave me a question and you might be featured on a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything comes from my online buddy and fellow podcaster, Kara Lumen, who hosts a really good self-help podcast called Reflections of a Deeper Song. I'll include the links in the show notes. And just a little side note, Kara lives in Kansas City, so congratulations on the Royals making the World Series. Okay, Kara's question is, do you use an outline or a script to write your podcast? And this is a question that gets asked a lot in the podcast community and for me. I personally write a script rather than just an outline. The script is much more time consuming, but it keeps me on point and it makes the recording process that much more streamlined, which is important to me. The more detailed my script, the less mistakes I make when recording, which means less editing time. As a side note, after I write the script, I read it over several times and I simulate as if I'm recording. So I really know the material inside and out. And I want to make sure that it's educational, that it makes sense. By practicing, it allows me to record the podcast and just sound more conversational versus sounding like I'm reading word for word from a document. At least that's my intention. It's like giving a speech or a presentation. The more you rehearse and practice, the better the delivery. Thanks again. Great question, Kara. And be sure to check out her podcast, Reflections of a Deeper Song. The links are in the show notes. Alrighty, let's get social today. Today's episode, I'm going to break down social media for you. I'm going to give you my top 10 media strategies, insights, whatever you want to call them, and side tips that will help you figure out the best approach for you to build a social media plan. This is overwhelming for most, but I'm going to keep it real simple. And hopefully after the end of the show, you're really going to get a good grasp of kind of where to begin a starting point. Before we start the whole process and the details, what is social media? Well, social media is simply a using internet tools and platforms to share information and communicate or be social with others. That's it. The, the big dogs on the block, as we all know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Google+. There's so many more, but all these social media channels, they do the same thing more or less. They provide you with the ability to engage with others and exchange content, whether it be photos, videos, articles, podcast episodes, etc. Social media is just about sharing valuable content, having conversations, building communities, and building a network. Here's a pre-top 10 tip, a little bonus for you. Don't think of social media channels as this megaphone to scream your product or podcast or website. Even though you have a potential to reach thousands or even millions of people via social Try to remember that individuals are reading your posts. Be conversational. Be personal. Do you prefer to be screamed at or talked to when you're having a conversation at a coffee shop? The mentality is the same, and and I also think it's how you should approach podcasting. 
For me, I speak as though I'm speaking to one person. This is how you connect with people and how you build trust with others. It's it's personalizing the brand. Love it or hate it, social media, it's here to stay. If you're not promoting your brand or podcast one way or another on social media, you are missing out on some golden opportunities to spread the word of your content. This is an area where introverts like myself are kind of apprehensive at first. You're putting yourself out there. It's not easy for many, but it's not as bad as you think. And I'm going to share with you the 10 tips how one-man bands and creative entrepreneurs can use social media to leverage your brand, products, and podcasts. I'm going to focus on the main players, what I use, and a few tools you might not be so familiar with. So number one, go where your audience is. Many people get so overwhelmed with social media because they think they need to be everywhere on every channel in order to be successful in their brand. And this is simply not the case. Be on the social media channels where you like to hang out or that you enjoy. Chances are people who relate to you will also be there. If you are in the arts and crafts sector and your audience is primarily women and moms, well, Pinterest might be the place you should focus on. If your brand or podcast is all about fantasy football or sports, you're likely going to have more success on Facebook than you would Pinterest. You kind of see my point. Go where your audience is and go where you go. If you have no idea where to start or where your audience is because you don't have an audience yet, go explore. Go to where you enjoy. Remember the purpose of social media is to build relationships and have conversations with people. Just keep that in mind at all times. Number two, Facebook. The big kahuna of social media I have three tips here bundled into one. And just a little confession. I was anti-Facebook for many years, and I swore I would never use it again. Never say never. I rejoined in January of 2015 after deleting my personal account about five years ago. And I have to say it's been probably the best tool for me as I build up this online community. So I I admit I was wrong, <laughs> and I'm back. My advice for you to get the most bang for your buck on Facebook. Number one, Facebook business pages. Create a Facebook business page that is linked to your personal page. There's no real choice here. You have to do it that way. But your Facebook business page is like an extension of your website and blog. Everything you post on your website and blog, post it on your Facebook page. You're just expanding the reach. Number two, Facebook groups. This is the secret weapon of Facebook. This is where the magic happens in promoting your brand and establishing yourself as an authority. My advice for you is to join Facebook groups in your industry and be helpful. Ask questions, solve problems, listen to what people are struggling with. Every day I set aside an hour or two of what I call serving hours. I scroll through Facebook groups I belong to. Some are private, some are public. And I join conversations. I try to answer, offer answers and solutions and I ask questions. Remember, engagement is everything. If someone is having trouble with a technical question or wants advice on which microphone is best for podcasting, I help them. People then just they start to recognize your generosity of time and your knowledge and your brand. And the next time they need help, guess who they're going to think of? You. Be helpful, kind, and genuine in Facebook groups and you're going to build relationships and establish your expertise. And this amounts to good marketing and exposure, period. And the third part of the Facebook bundle, Facebook ads. This is all the rage today because it's an inexpensive way to really pinpoint your target audience. Very, very powerful tool. There's a lot to it. Nothing that I can really explain in this episode, but it is powerful. Facebook ads. 
Okay, let's keep moving on this list. Number three, Instagram. My new favorite platform. I love photography, visual arts, and there's no better place for me to enjoy than Instagram. It's also an extremely powerful marketing tool. I set a personal goal of posting one photo per day on Instagram. This is keeps my creative juices fresh, and my name is getting noticed out there. People are starting to follow me. Instagram is becoming this really pretty powerful marketing powerhouse, and it happens to be very enjoyable to use. The magic of Instagram is the hashtag. My advice for Instagram when you're starting out is search for other brands similar to yours and see what they are doing right and learn from them. For podcasters, look at other podcasters who are successful and look at what hashtags they are using and copy them. Build a hashtag recipe that works for you. It's also good if you have consistent look or style so people can glance at your profile and know what you're about. Couple of side tips for Instagram. Make sure you fill out your profile 100%. Leave links to your podcast, your website. This is where people learn about you on Instagram. So make sure your profile looks good. Hashtags. We mentioned it's all about the hashtags on Instagram. One cool trick is instead of posting your hashtags at the when you post your photo, post make your post and put your hashtags inside the comments. That way it keeps it nice and clean up top. Or you can do a half and half. Depends on that. Also, if you have a nice recipe with a whole bunch of hashtags, put them on a note on your phone or a real superpower trick. Make a text replacement. For me, I have I hashtag. Every time I click that, I get about 10 or 15 different hashtags that come out on my phone. So you can have any number of those little shortcuts. So when I go to make a post, I just hit the I in the pound sign and all of my tags populate for me. A real time saver. Number four, double duty here with the Google big boys, YouTube and Google+. They're both social media channels, and my advice is to do whatever you can to use these channels one way or another. Feed the Google machine content, and you will be rewarded in the search engine. Simple. Be friends with Google. The more exposure, the better, and Google rules the roost in this department. Google Plus is vibrant for podcasters and photographers and one-man bands, and I happen to really like it. I use it much like Facebook. I join communities for podcasters and entrepreneurs, and I engage by asking questions and solving problems, making connections. That's it. YouTube. This is not for cat videos only. This is where I put my tutorials. I will be doing more behind-the-scenes videos and other tutorials coming up, but YouTube is really a lot to it. So this is changing. They are jumping in on the live streaming. They're doing a lot of different things on YouTube. I suggest one way or another, try to find yourself a way to get involved with Google Plus or YouTube. Number five, Twitter. Not for everyone. I've been a fan of this since the very beginning. I like the simplicity. I love the 140 words. That's plenty for me. Twitter is my newspaper. It's where I learn what's going on in the world and the internet land. And every time I write a new blog post or a new podcast episode comes out, one one tweet, several hundred people later see it. Somebody favorites it. I see another couple hundred, thousands. It's very easy. Here's a Twitter tip. Use Twitter to engage with people you look up in your field and retweet and comment. Not only do you get in front of an influencer in your industry, but you also get in front of their audience. Twitter is easy. I recommend it. It takes little effort to send a tweet. Number six, Pinterest. Not my personal favorite, but for whatever reason, Pinterest is a good place to promote podcasts and small brands. 
my strategy is just creating boards for gear and tools and my tutorials related to podcasting and content creation. I'm kind of a set it and forget it type thing for Pinterest. It's not something that I go browse all the time, but it is an extremely powerful tool that really you can't ignore too much. Number seven, Periscope. Owned by Twitter, Periscope is taking internet marketers by storm and something I consider you checking out. It's basically an app on your phone, not quite a social media channel in the standard form, but it's really just this tool that you can you can give a live presentation on your phone. You can connect with thousands of people. So it's, it is a social media channel and Periscope is here to stay. This is a big deal for, for one-man bands, podcasters. I have a future episode coming up on live streaming, so stay tuned for that. Number eight, which will also be in my live streaming show, is blab.im. Similar to Periscope, Blab's a live streaming social network. It's more like conference calling or webinars, but Blab is easy and awesome. Very similar to Google Hangouts, Blab.im. Again, I have a future episode on Blab and Periscope coming up, but these are two social media channels that you really have to pay attention to. Number nine, kind of a different social media channel, but one that is gaining massive popularity is Medium. Medium.com is it was created by the founders of Twitter. Go figure. They pretty much invent everything. I think they're fairly smart. But Medium is like a newspaper. It's the AP wire of the internet. It's really good with long-form blog articles. Really, uh, it, it's like an extension of your blog. If you have a really good blog post, put it on Medium, and people are sharing. People, you, you follow people on Medium. If somebody writes an article you like, follow them. They follow you back. It's the same concept as any social media channel, only this tends to be a little more of the written word and long articles. Hint, it's all about the title on Medium. Your article really doesn't have to be that good, but as long as you have a good headline, your success rate will improve. One annoying thing for me, but it's kind of the truth. Number 10, Buffer. Last but not least, Buffer. I've talked about this in a previous episode, but the friendly, transparent, helpful, and useful company website I recommend everyone to. Buffer is just awesome. It's really a social media manager versus a social media tool. But the more you use stuff like Buffer, the more you're going to engage and get noticed out there. It handles all of your posting. So here's the way I use it. I make a blog post or I release a new episode. In Chrome, I have a Buffer extension that I click on. A window pops up. It says, where do you want to post your whatever you're doing? You could do anybody's web page. It doesn't have to be yours. Then I say I want to post it to Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Those are the three that are free that you can upgrade and get more channels. Now I can post now. I can schedule it later. I can even stagger my posts. So I post Twitter at 7 a.m., Facebook at 9, and then Google+, at 9, you know, 8, whatever I want to do. I can always go back and rebuffer. I have full control over my social media channels using Buffer. And this, if you want to really start a good social media plan, this is where I suggest you make a big part of it because it'll just keep you on track. And what's also cool about Buffer is it shows your real-time stats so you can see how your posts are doing. Let's recap here. Social media, it must be done with intention. Have a purpose. Don't just do it because you think you have to. Solve problems. Ask. Listen. Engage with people in your industry and your audience. Be helpful. Be genuine. The best way to create a social media plan, list all your social media channels, decide what you want to post to each and stick to it. Be consistent. You might have to do a little homework. 
determine what the best times of days are to post. Buffer is an amazing resource. They have tons of tutorials on how to get the most out of your social media and how to create a social media plan. That's where I would suggest you're starting to. Also, put each channel on your calendar so you can just glance at your calendar and know every Tuesday you post to Facebook or every Wednesday is Instagram day or whatever you want to do. Put that on your calendar. Make them a recurring or repeating event. If you happen to post more, that's okay. It's just a bonus, but at least you can keep a you can keep your sanity by creating a social media plan like that. Be consistent with your message and your brand. Branding and style is important. Use the same profile and the same username if available. Here is the recipe for success. This is all you need to know. Make good content that is valuable to your audience. Share it on your blog and your social media channels. Take some time to browse your social media channels to engage, help others, and build relationships. Because you are so genuine and helpful, they'll visit your website, listen to your podcast, rinse and repeat this process. That is how people get to know, like, and trust you, and you establish yourself as an authority in your industry. I hope you learned something from this. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss a future episode. If you like the podcast, by all means, share it away on social media. Leave us ratings and review if you haven't done so already. That's the way that keeps this podcast promoted. I invite you to sign up for the Unplugged newsletter. This is a great way for me to stay in touch with you. I share interesting tech news from around. I have a Facebook community that we're building. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. Together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.